What's up, world? It's your boy. It's your cousin. It's your friend. Nine hundred and Minister Mark Sydney. And you're now tuned in to what's new. Oh, what's new? What's new? What's what's what's? Ooh, woo, yeah. Shout out my boy Tone Jones on the beat. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're having a blessed day, a productive day. Hope your day is filled with joy, love, and peace and laughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's your boy. And we're going to get right into it, man. Like I said, I hope your day is filled with joy, peace, love, and laughter. But we're going to get right into it on what's new. First, let's shout out our sponsors. Our sponsor, Miss Pamela. We thank you for your donation. We thank you for your donation, Mr. Jones. We see you there. We thank you for your donation. And to all the rest of our sponsors that send in donations, we thank you. Because we could truly not do this without your contributes to what's new. So we're going to get right into it. Um, Last week, I got a couple topics from people to talk on. And one of the topics I seen that really stuck out to me was how to... Maintain yourself as a young person while yet being saved. And I felt like that was a great question. Um, and that person I asked, I texted them back and asked the day, um, like if I share their name. Because that, like I said, that was an excellent question. They, you know, they wanted to be anonymous. So, but give or take, that is an excellent question. How to maintain yourself as a young person while yet being saved. So my first thing what I had to do is I had to analyze myself. Like um, I had to look at myself. How do I do it? Because I'm young. I'm not old. <laughs> Nothing to my old listeners out there. You know, we all pray and hope that we can get to see your age one of these good old days. But um, how do myself, me, Mark. I had to look at Mark, not the minister, Mark. I had to look at Mark and see how myself as Mark maintained myself. Well, I had to go back to, you know, when I first gave my life to Christ. Because it's one thing to be saved, but it's another thing to surrender. See, that's what I think a lot of people fail to realize is that we're all saved by the grace but it's up to you to submit yourself. So that was my first thing. Um, and I struggled with it. I'm not going to lie. This is on my podcast. I want to be as honest as I can be to try to help somebody. I really struggled with that. That was my hardest part of being committed to my um, my salvation, you know, being committed to my calling. Um, that was my hardest part in, in um, the transitioning part. Um, I guess because it's like... There's not this generation that we live in. It's like there's not a, a lot of people like myself. So my first thought was, you know, like I'm gonna be alone. <laughs> like I'm gonna be alone for the. <laughs> I'm gonna be alone for the rest of my life. Like I don't want to be alone. So like for like the first couple of months or so, like I, I, you know, I just you know I, I struggle with it. Like I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I did. 
revert back to some of my old ways. You know, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest with me honest. I did revert back to some of my old ways. But it's like, it just took me to like examine myself and ask myself, what is it that you really want to do? That's the first step. Because what I have learned, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to stand on it. What I have learned is, unlike man, Jesus is going to always be there. Jesus is going to always be there with his arms wide open. And I will always stand on that, that sometimes when these preachers and evangelists and mothers and stuff, they be trying to force these people to join. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because if you can't wait, Jesus can. And I, I stand on that. I stand on that. And if you need explanation on that, please feel free to call me. Feel free to call me and I'll tell you what I mean by that. I don't, um, you know, I don't mean no harm to anyone, but that's the wrong thing to do because some people is not ready to accept that yet. Some people is not ready to, you know, embrace it as it's full. And I would rather them to come when on their willing time because God works in his own time. Amen. It's quiet, but I don't hear nothing, but that's all right. Amen. God works in his own time. So basically my whole thing at first was, I don't want to be alone. Then I started reading the Bible more for myself, praying, and I just realized, like, I don't have to be, you know, like, secluded from people. Like, that's 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 what that's what church people are labeled as. They're labeled labeled as holier than thou people, and I had to realize that I don't have to be secluded from other folk. To say that I'm saved. That's the first thing. You have to realize who you are. That's one of the first steps, too. When you realize who you are, I mean, when you realize the gift that's inside of you and how powerful that you as a person is, like, you, you won't, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't, okay. When you realize who God has called you to be, you stop looking for acceptance from others. And that was, that was, like, very a very monumental step in my journey. Um, when I realized that I didn't have to be like the different people in my generation, like I don't have to be like you to be somebody. When I realized that, it was a wrap. When I realized that it was a wrap. When I realized that I don't have to wear, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy now, but I don't have to wear a pair of $275 shoes to be somebody. Like I, when I realized who I was, do Christ Jesus. That's that's our main part. I I realized something that that is our main downfall with this generation. That everybody feels as if they have to compete with the next person instead of being who God called you to be. Be yourself. When I realized that I can be myself and still be saved, but learn your limits. That's another thing too. You as young folk. Young folk, listen to me, all you young folk out there who has been called by God, who's in church in some type of position, or you, if just even a child, a young person, I'm talking to my young folk today. You have to learn your limit and you have to learn when to walk away. That was, I'm being honest, that was another one of my problems. I thought that I could be saved and still hang around the people that I knew I shouldn't have no business hanging around. But eventually, I mean, because that's when discernment steps in. Your spirit of discernment should, should just kick in. Like when you're around certain folks, just be like, uh-uh, it's throwing me off. Listen to that spirit. 
Because sometimes it'll save your life. Sometimes it will save your life. Listen to that little spirit. As it's, when it, that's the sermon. When it's telling you, like, uh-uh, I need to get away. Listen. Listen to what it's telling you. Because I, I can't, once I learn, that's the first part. You have to learn who you are through Christ Jesus. And once I did that, then that's when I had to learn my limit of what I can and what I cannot do. Uh, my grandma used to, oh, excuse me, y'all, mm, had a little barbacoa, um, <laughs> had a barbacoa, um, quesadilla, and it is not, uh-uh, it's not, it, y'all pray for me, because <laughs> it is not settling right. But my grandma used to always say, if you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. What do you mean by that? I don't know because I forgot my train of thought just now when I burped. But I, thank you, Jesus. Coming back to me. When you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. So if you if you hang around people that's doing A, Y, and Z, then you're going to be doing A, Y, and Z. So how could you say that you're changed i'm not gonna you know i'm just gonna say changed and you hanging out with a y and z i'm not saying that you cannot be with a y and z but when a y and z get ready to do what you know a y and z get ready to do that's when you're supposed to be like okay let me go on by my business but the generation that we live in now it's just like it's okay i guess because um i'm just gonna keep it a stack keep it 100 as us young folks say, I'm going to keep it 100. That's just because nobody preaches about heaven or hell anymore. Poof, mind blowing. Wait till I get done um, getting all these edits together and stuff. I'm going to have the little fire thing to go poof. Because that's a poof moment right there. Nobody teaches about heaven and hell anymore. Nobody teaches that heaven and hell is a real place. And if that you don't have your life together, when Jesus come back, you will lift up your eyes in hell. Amen. Mm-hmm. Nobody teaches that in church no more. Everybody teaches about prosperity preaching and, and, and blessings and, and, and all that. But nobody teaches about um, Jesus is coming back. He is. As it, it, true as he died and rose on Thursday, he is coming back. He's coming back. Nobody teaches about that. That's why us as young Christians and young leaders in the church, we, we, we tend to scray. Do we want come back church? Because nobody teaches us the consequences of scraping. That if you continue to backslide, you continue to scrape. One day, oh Lord, that scared me. One day, you will lift up your eyes in a hot inferno, burning, be like burn, baby, burn. But that's what I had to realize. Like I can't, because because then again. How could you tell them? How could come on? Let me go back to that. How could you tell A, Y, and Z they wrong when you just sitting there? But you might not partake in what they're doing, but you're sitting there with them. So you're just as wrong as them. So you have to learn your limit. Like I know that if I'm gonna tell my brother, let me put it like this: I'm gonna tell my brother that he needs to do something. I'm not going to tell him he need to do something and I'm doing what, what I'm telling him he need to do and I'm not doing it. I'm not going to tell him that. I'm not going to tell him that. So, as young folk, we got to learn our limits. 
sometimes we like to push our limits. So, so far we have um, discussed um, knowing who you are, learning your limits, and the, this one right here is the one. You need to learn how to walk away from certain people. Mm. I see it again. I don't care. You need to learn how to walk away from certain people. Everybody don't got your best interest. They don't. They don't. Just because they say they do, they don't. And, and let me put it like this. You walking away from somebody don't make you better than them. Let's just put it like that. It doesn't make you better than them. It doesn't. It doesn't. Because I, I, I suffer with that. People making me feel wrong because I walked away from you because you're doing wrong. If you and I, I love you. I'm not saying I don't love you. Let me tell you, I'm just because we've been honest. There's some family members in my my family that you know we don't, you know. But I love them. But I had to because that's the way you want to live, and that's the way you want to be. I love you, but I'm not going to partake in it because I know who I am. Don't let anybody take away from you what God has instilled in you. That's a mouthful of them. Don't let nobody take your anointing from you. Don't let anything hinder what you're anointing. If you feel like that thing is bothering you, you walk away from it. I sure do. I sure do. But I still, I love I love unconditionally. That's another thing you have to, and that and that love will, will make everything balance out. It will, I believe it. Love will make everything balance out. Whatever you do, just just and again, young people, remember that 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 you don't have to be like that. And that was my. I'm not gonna lie. I had somebody to tell me what I'm telling. You guys, right now, I, I probably wouldn't have strayed and been like out just away. You know, if somebody would have told me that God loves you, He loves you for who you are. You don't have to be like the next person. He loves you just for who you are. You can be yourself. You don't have to be uh, holier than thou. And, 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 oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to stuttering. <laughs> But for real, you don't have to be like you can be yourself. You don't have to be the next person. The next person might want to be you. And that's the that's our biggest problem. That's our biggest problem in this generation. Nobody wants to be the the trendsetter. Everybody wants to be the follower. But I got news for you. Over here at what's new, hmm. We trendsetters over here. We don't follow in behind no any and everybody. Because everybody is not leadership material. That's why Jesus said he, there's a shepherd and then there's sheep. Ain't nothing wrong with being a sheep. Let me tell you that too. Let me tell you that too, young people. Because there's so many young folk I see now. They're apostles and bishops and and, and they 20, 21 and 22. How could you be a pastor and a bishop? Who have you sat under? Who have you served under that long? It's good to be a sheep sometimes. You always need a shepherd. 
You always ain't nothing wrong with being sheep. That's the problem. Don't nobody want to be sheep no more. Everybody want to be a shepherd. Nobody want to be a sheep. It's good. It's good to it's good to follow sometimes, young folk, when when it's right. Mm-hmm. I said when it's right. Cause some of these shepherds ain't right. It's good to follow when it's right. Now when it's wrong, you you get up out of there. Like I said, you walk away. You walk away. You walk away from that thing. Because I rather, hmm, I rather walk away than to, to follow and go to hell. And that's just how I feel about it. I rather walk away than to follow and go to hell. How's my time looking? Well, we getting ready to rap. That's the man in the studio I'm using. Tell him it's time to rap. So I thank y'all for joining on today. I really hope I said something that, that touched you or some type of way. I hope say, I, something that was said today that you could take and um, use in your day-to-day life. That's, all, that's what it's all about. That's what it is all about. It's about us motivating one another. I tell people all the time, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Because... The time we living in, the, the, the perilous times that we are living in, we need more nice people out here. We need more people that's going to uplift one another. We need more people that's going to help one another, not tear one another down. Like, it's already enough going on with the the, the equality going on, the, the, the in-social justice going on, the just everything that's going on in the world. We need more people that's going to lift everybody up. We don't want you to tear anybody down. So, my challenge for you on this week is to text three people and tell them something that's going to change their day. If it's nothing but I love you, I'm thinking about you, praying for you, and don't lie to them. Don't lie to them. If you don't love them, don't text them. You're not praying for them. Don't text them. But if you are seriously and you're genuinely praying for that person, thinking about that person, text them and tell them that you love them, that you're praying for them, that you're thinking about them. Because these last and trying days, we all need to be a little nicer to each other. Spread more love. Well, like I said, this is your boy your cousin, your friend, your nephew, not only the minister Mark Sidney, and this is what's new. I love you and so do God.